I got one thing to say. Give me that damn microphone. I see you with the con. Before we start, we want to make note that this program does not express the views and opinions of VidGul, its parent company, Genthany Enterprises, Inc., and its employees, affiliates, licensors, and agents. So, if you have a problem, don't blame it on me. You are watching VidGul in high definition. Hey, it's Coley, and it's Sunday here at Oticon 2011. Um... There's a whole lot less people here today, and it really feels a whole lot cooler, and I think it's because there's so fewer people here. But um, yeah, I, I was here early this morning to get in line for autographs, and the autograph line was crazy, and all that stuff. But um, we're gonna try and find a few cosplayers before we've gotta go hit the road and drive back home and uh, have as much fun as we possibly can before the end of the con. So let's go see who we can get. From Otacon, this is the con goer, out and about. Lewis here and I'm here with Doctor Who characters and companions. How are you guys enjoying Otacon so far? Pretty good. Yes. Really? Yes, Very it's nice. quite good. This is only my second. It's quite good. This is only my second time being here. I do remember being here before. Yes. But yes, I, I came back. Apparently, before. I had a lot of fun because I keep coming back. It's fantastic. So you got if you all got this came. Uh, I'm gonna say it wrong, and so I'm gonna have you guys say it. The TARDIS. The TARDIS. Time and relative dimensions in space. So uh, what was it? What, how does that thing work? It's bigger on the inside. It's travels through space and time. And it's blue. And that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, the whole um, thing's a little wibbly wobbly. Time yeah. Spacey yes, you, see, you see time from a non-linear, no. non-subjective point of view. It's really more of a big ball of wibbly wobbly, time wobbly stuff. No, it's not. So what kind of interesting things have you seen at Oticon this year? Well, there was Dalek. There, there were Daleks. Dalek. There was a life-size Dalek. And there was also a canine. And they tried to kill you. Yes, and a canine. And what, to kill me. and what did you do about that? Well, we took care of... I am bested time with my recorder. And that works? Can't see you. I put my hat over his eye stock. And parents' vision you is know. practically harmless. And then I just pushed down to the stairs. I just ran yes. away. You would yes. run. You would run. That's all you're good at. Yes. That's all you're good at. at. And this is you don't run all the time. So how does yours work? It seems a bit smaller than that one. It's bigger on the that's true. That's it is said. bigger on the inside, yet I don't know how quite I'm going to get in it again, but I'm pretty sure I'll work things out. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, you say it's bigger on the inside, but you got to just fit in there. Oh, I do, because there's a library, a pool, and there is a pool inside the library. So, yes, yes, you see that? Yes. So, when do, when do you guys have time to go swimming? We have all the time in the world. All the time we need. Oh, yes. Time. Is you already did this interview. You just came back to do it again. <laughs> did you now? Yes. So you know what I'm going to say. Probably. So what I'm going to say next. Although, see, this is the first time he's Wait, been here. Yes, this is the first time I've been here. Yes, you've been here several times. Now. You've been ben. here at least. Uh, well, you wouldn't be telling the future if I'm thinking what I'm going to about to say. If you just tell me what I'll say before. 
beforehand a second. Well, no, but if we tell you what you've got to say before you say it, you might change what you've got to say. Exactly. And that would change, you know, this time continuity. But yes. maybe I already have changed what I said because of my interview, because That's of what you told me. That's possible. But you keep doing that, you keep creating parallel universes, and then, then everything yes. falls apart. Time starts to fall apart, the universe falls apart, stars start going out all over the place. And then, then he knows a lot about that, too. So, uh, what do you guys plan on doing for the rest of the weekend? I'm going back to Friday morning and miss getting to some of the panels I missed. Which panels would that be? The voice acting panels. Ah, uh, okay. What about the rest of you? Any else got uh, anything else after I that? remember being from a space, Florida. I remember being promised Barcelona. We're going to Barcelona after the convention. Which is not going to end. So. Rio. I want to just go back in time and relive this convention over and over again. Is that fun? Yes, it is. Well, I think right. I want to go to Germany and kill Hitler. Yes, yes let's, let's, kill let's kill Hitler. Let's kill Hitler. Let's kill Hitler. August 27th, let's kill Hitler. Okay, go kill Hitler. Ladies and gentlemen, watch Doctor Who. Saturdays, BBC America, started, nine, is it nine o'clock? Nine o'clock, August 27th, see you there, and we will kill Hitler. That's, that's a promise he's got to keep now, but then we'll never know if he does, now will we? Alright, well Coley, it's all up to you now. Holy here, and I'm here with a guy with many, many hats. What is your name, guy with many hats? Uh, I go by the name Shiro, here and there. Shiro? Yes. Are you aware it means white? Yes. Okay, that's good. And, uh... There. Now he's complete. Now he's got a mudkip. Everyone so, likes mudkips. why so many hats? Uh, well, there's a online game called Team Fortress 2, which... A lot of people call the best hat simulator that's uh, ever hit the internet. And I figured, why not top all of them? Make them feel a bit jealous. Yeah, so um, so how many hats do you have currently on your head? Um, including the Mudkip hat, I think that puts me at 11. That is a lot of hats, sir. Yes, it is. Uh, I need to get some Brero for the base. I'm trying to get it as high as I can, but I run into a bit of an engineering problem. Yes. So. Hmm. Well, it must be difficult getting through doorways and things with all those hats. Yeah, you get used to ducking through them. Well, see, I I wouldn't have that problem, but but you would. Yeah, it's a bit annoying. Yeah. So um, so what gave you the idea for the hats? Did, did you just start putting um, hats on your head? There today? was a web comic um, that Valve themselves actually released of a Valve employee, uh, them making fun of themselves, and it had him just sitting in front of a giant control panel with every hat imaginable from like the bottom of the screen up, like right off the screen, and I'm like, that's what I want to do. And so I had to start gathering up all the hats I could get my hands on from my house and from friends and threw them together. I see. So, um, is this your first Otacon? This is probably my sixth Otacon. I've had a lot of people say that this is their sixth Otacon. I don't know why. It's just a magical number. It's a good number. This weekend. So, uh, where are you from? Um, I'm actually from Maryland, uh, right over in Catonsville. So I live pretty close, short commute. That's cool. So you don't have to walk very far with all those hats. That's that's uh, one of the big advantages. That, that is good. So did you um, you didn't you didn't buy any hats from from the con to put on your head, did you? No, I did not. Oh. All of these are from different places. Some are gifts. Some are from Goodwill. Some are uh, just been laying around the house. Uh, one or two are from the dollar store. Oh, 
I see. So, so have you been doing this hat cosplay for very long? I started it last year, and at that point I think I only had seven hats. So I've been working up. Uh, the downside is I didn't, I wasn't able to find three of the hats from last year. So, uh, otherwise so you lost this would, a few. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah. It, overall, I'm doing better. I'm hoping to get even taller. So. Well, I think you're doing a fantastic job with the hats. Thank you. Especially because now you have a mudcap on your head. Mudcap. Have uh, have people stopped you and asked for your pictures just because you have oh, hats on I've your head? Oh, I've had at least five pictures, and when I walked through the halls, at least on the first day, it was just you hear, heard the word hats whispered yeah. around you, people pointing all over you the place. Are, you are now the hat man. Hat man, the mad mad hatter, the oh. uh, tallest hats, the I've all sorts of names. That, That's cool. So. Well, I think you need at least a sombrero. Maybe you could put a beret in there. I've had a lot of people recommend a fez. A so fez. A fez would be I good. I should get a fez. You could top it off with a fez because it's got the, the fuzz hanging out. So that would be cool. That'd be awesome. I would enjoy that. Yeah. So. All right. Well, um, how did you how do you enjoy the con so far? The con was actually pretty nice this year. Uh, masquerade wasn't quite as good as the past few years, but besides that. Nah, <laughs> some years it's good, some it's bad, but uh, besides that... He doesn't that, recommend it. <laughs> uh, but uh, there were a lot of good cosplays this year that I wasn't actually expecting to see. I actually saw a really good Shadow of the Colossus one, which a lot of work put into it. So, um, so far I've been enjoying myself. So you come for the cosplays and the hats? There's lots of hats here. A lot of hats. A lot of good hats. Um, but now I go to panels, I go to the movies. I always think that while you always can uh, watch movies by yourself, hearing the comments from other people just always makes it more enjoyable. It does. So, um, and of course I do look around. I've been to the vendor's hall, got one or two knives for myself, so. Just don't stab your hats. Oh, God, no, my hats. All right. Lewis here, and I'm here with America from uh, Hatalia. Hatalia. And you're also, not only are you cosplaying, but you're also staff at NecoCon, is that correct? Yes, I am. I am a staff for one of the music events, karaoke. Oh, that's cool. So what is it like being going from staff to, as you put it before, civilian at Oticon? It's like I'm no longer the big fish in the small pond, and yet I quite enjoy it. What is your opinion, on, uh, from your point of view, of how you do staffing compared to how people here handle it? I try to listen to what everyone says, and if someone has a complaint, I address it right then and there. I have already been in multiple different blunders, but luckily these people have been very, very patient and very kind with us whenever that happens. That's cool. So nothing about what they've done has really upset you, or, or if something has, you kind of understand why? Well, if I hadn't actually managed to get Nobu Uematsu's uh, autograph, I would have been really upset, but luckily I did, because someone gave me their place. Oh, that's really nice of them. You have no idea. What happened with them? Were they, uh, did they have to go somewhere or were they just being nice? He was being nice and he just asked if I could have his scroll autographed as well. Oh, that was really nice of him then. See, all he really wanted was an autograph then. Exactly. I just plain wanted to meet the guy. So, tell us a little bit about NecoCon. I'm curious to know. We've never been there. Well, NecoCon is obviously a much smaller convention, but we have gotten large enough to start getting some Japanese, uh, some people from Japan over. Uh, the convention center is, it's the Hampton Convention Center, so it's almost as large as this one. And it's growing. I highly recommend this convention because it is so much fun. Also, unlike here, they actually allow the people in the dealer's room to sell Pocky. They don't allow them, allow them to sell it here? 
No, actually, that was that was news to me too. They do not allow them to sell Pocky, Ramune, or anything else down in the dealer's room. They did last year. I'm, that's kind of surprising to me. Not this year, apparently. Yeah, here. Oh, there's a food vending agreement, I guess. But they sold in the past, and they don't sell. I saw people with Pocky. I guess maybe the vendors are selling them. The vendors are Walmart. I suggest Walmart. It's a buck there. Oh, no, I know. I mean, honestly, if you want Pocky, I mean, I live in New York, Chinatown, 75 cents if you really want it. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm not a big fan of Pocky, but if you really want it that bad, 75 cents compared to uh, the $8 they try and charge you for it. <laughs> when it's only bread with some sugar on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's Pocky. It's one of those things Japan made that is absolutely awesome. I don't know. I like the the, 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 the koalas. Those are so oh, good. The koala bears? I like those too. Those are so good. I can't remember the name there's, either. There's a lot of Japanese like snacks that are so underrated and everyone's like Pocky. I'm like, Pocky's like so like little compared to like this whole selection of like much better candies and I wish some of the better... Any, personally, anything green tea flavored, like mochi. Oh, that's good. Mochi is good. So, uh, how else have you been enjoying the con? I've been quite enjoying it. Little foot sore, very dehydrated, and actually over, over budget, or under budget. I've got money left. It's oh, a good con. That is very good. It's always nice when you go home with a couple bucks in your, your pocket. Oh, yeah. Beyond nice. So uh, I can see you got some stuff signed. You went to the Hitalia panel? Yes, I did. I went to the Hitalia panel. I got everyone to sign it, including the two people from Japan. And I actually managed to get uh, the, guy, the guy who does England, I can't remember his name for the life of me at the moment, to do a line for me. Oh, that's cool. Did he record it on your phone or something? No, I was stupid and forgot. <laughs> it uh, was epic, though. I'm sorry to hear that, but at least you got to experience it. I mean, that's always fun. Oh, yes. Now, whenever I write England, I will be hearing his voice. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. You're quite welcome. And we'll ho we hope to see you at NecoCon. Hi, this is Katie here with Vidgal. This is Aaron, the creator of Fiberglass Blades. He has the most wonderful blades you've ever seen. He does all kinds of blades. And uh, let me just hear from you. How many different styles of blades and other fiberglass things have you made? Um, over the past couple of years, I've made probably around six or so. I've made the Ocarina of Time versions, the Twilight Princess versions. I've made the Ray Earth Sword, the X Sword, and the Soul Calibur Sword. And possibly, probably in the next couple of weeks, I'll be making the Mirror Shield for the first time. That's awesome. So what got you into making these, like, what was the impetus that got you to make the fiberglass blades? And how did you, like, make them so perfectly? Um, originally, I started with um, the Armor of Wildfire from Ronan Warriors. And it took me like 600 hours to make that, which is like ridiculous, but I didn't even know what fiberglass was when I started. So from trial and error, I created the full suit of armor. And I'm like, looking back on it, if I can do that, I bet I could do some swords also. <laughs> Let me try and make some swords and sell some and see if I can make some money for the year. And then I just never stopped. That's really cool. Uh, exactly how heavy is that armor though? Can you move around in it easily? Um, it's a little cumbersome to move around. I can wobble around, I guess. Uh, I've never actually weighed myself, so I would have to guess maybe 25, 35 pounds of armor. So, not too bad. And, um, I, I know I've seen other blades from other series and things like that. Uh, what do you think is your favorite creation so far? Hmm. 
Um, originally, the very, very first one I wanted to make was the X-Blade, the Shinken. Um, it happened to be one of the last blades I actually made because it was so complicated. Um, so that's probably one of my favorites, but I also really, really like the Ray Earth Sword. So, either I guess of those. But I guess the Zelda's more popular, so I usually have a lot more orders on that. Um, so, about how long does it take you to complete average, average time base, like for blades, things like that? Um, it kind of all really depends. The first sword that I make usually takes about, say, 100 hours to actually perfect and get it all right. And then it takes a bit less time once I understand the process and I can create um, other processes of making them. Is it a lot of trial and error? Does it take you a while to figure out how you want to even go through the details, things like that? There, is, there was a lot of trial and error and a lot of materials wasted just trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. <laughs> like the armor when I first made that, I poured the fiberglass on the foam and it just melted my armor. I'm like, well that wasn't supposed to happen. So trial and error and I kept learning along the way. But overall I've gotten better and a lot faster at it. So you were a noob at one time? Yes, I didn't even know fiberglass was a liquid. I'm like, what is that? And I come, like, I guess, a long way. <laughs> well, thank you very, very much. And uh, can we just get your website one more time so people can check you out? All right, the website is fiberglassblades.com. And uh, are you still taking commissions? On the website, it says that I'm on hiatus, I guess, or on break for the moment. But if you're a fan and you're really interested, I can make an exception. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. Once again, everything you make is amazing. Thank you for letting us interview you. This is Katie, and we're out. That about does it for the Sunday episode of Oticon 2011. Um, but stick around, because we've got a lot of good guest interviews uh, coming up. We've got Scott Seeger, Scott Freeman, Akira Sasauma, and Bob Shirahata. And also, we have something that we promise will not put you guys to sleep. Spread these wings, we're flying